Yeah, just seeing where we need to improve, uh, watching the film and, you know, seeing uh, where we could get better. And, you know, we all just made that clear uh, individually, uh, position groups. Uh, you know, they talked about it with their position coaches. So, uh, you know, just you know, constantly trying to get better. Andy Ruffles said that, that you and he had a long talk. Um, what, what was, why did you guys have a long talk and what was the substance? I mean, we meet, we meet all the time, so it wasn't, wasn't nothing crazy. But uh, you know, we just talked about, you know, what our jobs, what our roles were you know, as leaders of this team. So, uh, you know, and really just, just looking forward to the future. Good, though, to, to express some of that? Express, yeah. what? express your frustration last week. After I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't I expect you know every player on the team to be frustrated after we lost. So, like, it wasn't a, I heard your question, it wasn't like a rock bottom thing or anything like that. It was just like, I'm not happy that we lost the game. So, so. Yeah. The emotion that you, you could hear it in your voice after that game, the frustration. How do you climb out of that and move forward? I mean, I have the same frustration after every loss. It's like, I don't like losing. I've told you guys that most of the time. So, um, yeah, it's just, you know, seeing where you could get better, seeing where you could improve, and yeah, watch the film, of course, it's gonna hurt. So, um, you know, just seeing uh, where you can get better at seeing you know, what I can do better uh, as a quarterback, and, um, you know, just, just trying to get better each and every day. I think last year, maybe it was after the Tampa game, that it was just kind of this new jarring experience to you to lose because you had not been through much of that. And a lot of it in the year and a half that you've been here. How has that affected you? How have you weathered that? Um, you know, it's just, you just gotta work harder. Uh, that's the only, that's the only you know, thing I know how to do, so just keep going. Patriots run a lot, they have a lot, they run a lot of man coverage. RPOs are designed to beat man coverage. How do you think that that would help you in kind of the offense as a whole, like a quicker passing attack to maybe get something strung together in the passing game? Yeah, just whatever we can do um, on the offensive side of the ball, uh, just executing, uh, just getting the run game going, of course, you know, uh, just getting completions and having guys run. So um, I think that'll definitely help for sure. When you have those conversations with Andy Rufus, did you guys talk about not only this season, but the big picture, you know, obviously first year head coach, second year quarterback, and kind of what you want to build together? Uh, not, not really. We're just, you know, focused on this week in this game. So. We've talked about wanting to have each player uh, or point out maybe two or three things that they're doing well, two or three things that they're not doing well. well what was your feedback? Uh, Matt Rufus had said that during this mini bye week, they were going to show each player two or three things they're doing well, two or three things they have to work on. Yeah, I mean the stuff that I'm doing well, of course, keep doing it, keep getting better, and then the stuff that I'm, you know, that I need to get better at, just keep doing that, so, or just get better at that. I'm just gonna keep that, you know, within the team walls because, of course, you know, it's just game and stuff. So, it's just, just I, I mean, just like I always say, I gotta get better at everything. You know, I haven't reached, you know, my full potential in every, you know, in any aspect of the game of, of quarterback play. So, you know, just continue to get better. Self-assessment at this point in the season. Uh, that I can play better, uh, and I mean, I'm, I'm always gonna be like that. So. Like I said, I'm a perfectionist, but you know it's, it's hard to be perfect. So, uh, like I said, I can get better at you know every hard quarterback. Well, um, you've talked about like the extra work that you put in with Darnell Mooney. You know, going back to the offseason, training camp, and all that, staying late at the facility. Have you guys um, added to that? Did change that at all? Did, you know, just to try to unlock that connection that you guys have and, and get more production on you. Added to what? Like, like have you tweaked that at all? I mean, you put in all that work in the offseason, and the, the results haven't necessarily been there in the games. Or you guys just been keep doing what you've been. Uh, yeah, I mean, we stay every day after practice get extra, so same thing. Are you good health-wise? Did, did the, the rest help you at all from that, from last yeah. Thursday? Yeah, your days definitely helped, um, so I'm definitely feeling better each and every day. Do you have damn testing or anything like that, like x-rays, deeper, closer look, and uh, much older? Yeah, I know he's from Nikhil Harry, I mean, I know you haven't been on the practice field for a little bit, but what have you seen from him, and what are your expectations moving forward, getting him back? Um, I mean, I haven't seen much other than camp. Uh, 
don't think he's been practicing. He's gotten enough. He got in a little bit last week in practice, but nothing crazy. But uh, I'm excited. You know, of course, he's a you know, big body. Uh, you know, he's you. Yeah, you, Mr. All Nighter. It's 3 a.m. and you're still great at the catch point, great at jump ball. So, uh, great run blocker. So, he's definitely gonna be a for the offense for sure. Oh. Matty Berflus kind of navigate through this losing streak of how he deals with the team, how he deals with you. Yeah, I mean, he's a leader. Um, you know, I think the way he's handled it, the way he, you know, he's talking to our team, I think it's, you know, um, working for just. He's just positively tried to, you know, make it a positive thing rather than, you know, a negative thing. Of course, you can look back, oh, we're going to lose a tree, this and that. But at the end of the day, like, that's over. Like, it's whatever day today is, whatever today's date is, that's that's what it is. And we're going to play the Patriots on Monday night. So, um, you know, that's, that's what we're looking for. But, As a head coach, you think it's hard to sit there and walk into a room in front of 60 guys and say, you know, losing streak can stay positive and, and stay focused? Uh, is it hard to say that to the team? Or is it hard to, you know, try to pull, pull the team out of the losing streak? Uh... I feel like that'd be more of a question for him, to be honest, to see his point of view on it, but yeah. Versatility, as far as just like playing those multiple receiver spots, where he's X, Y, Z, what does that kind of allow you guys to do? Yeah, it just allows us to, you know, uh, find ways to get in the ball. Um, the fact that he can play inside and outside just, you know, just means he, just means he can do more. So, um, you know, of course, he's a very versatile player. He can do a lot of things. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's all that. Did you, did you watch football on Sunday or do you get away from it? I don't watch Sunday. Any impressions watching games, and is it a different perspective when you're just that not scouting but just watching? Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, no, but, but yeah, I mean, now I feel like I'm just watch football. I'm just, I'm just you know, enjoy watching. Anything, or? Yeah, I'm, I mean, every time you watch, you learn. So, uh, really, just watching, you know, future opponents you may play uh, later in the year. So, I mean, you know, just scoring everything. Last year, one of your uh, better games came on Monday Night Football in Pittsburgh. Coming off the, the loss that you've had, is that Monday night on a big stage? I don't really necessarily look at the day that we play. I just play every game. Like, All you guys are actually trying to grow this all season. There's nothing to do with When we talk about each month, the cumulative impact on you from not having a consistent pocket all the time, I'm asking, like, your plays when the pocket is there for you. It's not there. That kind of impacts you. Yeah, for sure. Um, that was actually one thing that me and the uh, we talked about. But, like, later in the game, I was getting uh, internal blocks speeding up a little bit.
Um, over the past week, it's been good, you know, just getting out there, getting the reps, um, seeing the type of those flexes, like, seeing the type of footballs I like to catch. So, um, you know, it's been good this week. How do you reflect on your career? Might be the game, but it didn't have to be the Um, there could be a, the, a lot of different factors that led into that. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm really not worried about any of that. I'm worried about right now, going forward, helping this team win, and that's the only number. What does this fresh start mean to you? Um, excited. Excited. I'm excited to get out there, show what I can do. Do whatever I can to, to help this team. And at the end of the day, um, the only thing I really care about is uh, how I look to my teammates. You know, when we cut that film on after the game, their opinion of me matters the most. In New I'm pretty close. Uh, I haven't talked to Kobe in like, like I talked to him a few weeks ago, probably about a month ago. Um, but I try to stay in contact with him. But uh, like I said, a lot of those guys I can't get to. He does not, and he will not be denied. So, um, being able to have him being outlet and running the ball is definitely good. It's off the defense, so over the line. What is it about Justin that makes you say that he will not be denied? I've heard you say similar stuff.
not really, no. Um, I'm kind of focused on, you know, running my routes and stuff. Um, you know, maybe when I watch film and they're explaining things, groups, so you can kind of understand that, but I think that's kind of more for, you know, Luke and Coach Nell to kind of get straight away how they're feeling. Yeah, they have to know kind of what his full thought process is in terms of his mind. Yeah, I think I've been actually actually playing well. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you just got to find ways to produce. You know, this is kind of what it is in this league, so you got to find ways to produce. So, we get those opportunities, man to man, or whatever it is, you know, being able to get to get open and all that type of stuff, making catches, catches, all those things. So, kind of looking forward to that. The challenge for that this week, you know, this team plays a lot of man to match, so we'll have some opportunities, receivers, and tight ends. But, uh, yeah, kind of going forward for the rest of the year. That's what are the challenges doing the homework for the Patriots in terms of the different personnel packages, doing all that different personnel? Is it, is it any more of a added kind of like, Oh, yeah, you got to kind of evaluate yourself, too. We know what you were able to do. It's just, you know, he's going to look at us and kind of see where our weaknesses are. They're going to form a game plan off of that. So um, they're, they're a little different every week depending on who you're playing. So you just got to got to kind of evaluate yourself and kind of predict, you know, okay, hey, they might do this stuff here to that. But, you know, normally, you know, we play a lot of man match, so we know that for sure. And that's cool. Yeah, well, yeah, well, they're Darren. Can I live? Can I live? Shit crazy. This can't even live. It's like when you get on that mess.
this platform and you got some knowledge and you a black man, I want to take you out. Shit be all crazy. I'm still tripping off that Nipsey shit. Yeah, I'm a genius, but I keep my mouth closed. That's the difference. Got too much knowledge on white folks. Like my man Bernie Burns, my man Bernie Burns. Niggas saying they the goat, but I can't buy into the hype. I dig deep into my spirit when I spit into the mic. All them sit downs in that county made me think about my life. Went through some tragedies, I made it out to make it right. I was doing drugs just to get me through the night. They went with me through my struggles, all the shit I sacrificed. I climbed out the darkness, now my paddock shining bright. I've been ballin' just for you, I put y'all faces in my eyes. I got a problem, it's no problem, my little brother gon' get him. Before he hopped up off that porch, we always knew it was in him. Don't get no fuck, the twins gone, and he wish he was with him. He say them niggas ain't been sliding, and his crowd don't fit him. He want all them niggas dead, it's sad to say, but I feel him. If I ain't had so much to lose, I'd be risking it with him. Always rap about the guys, cause I genuinely miss him. Five years later, thousands.
Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? This is G Walker, one half of the CNG podcast. And I'm CJ, the other half of the CNG podcast. Yo, yo. What's good? What's good? What's good? Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the CNG um, podcast. Um, G Walk will be here in a second, but we got um, we got our guy Phantom J. Yeah, yeah. What's going on, man? How you doing? Doing good, doing good, man. How about yourself? I'm good, man. My camera is fucked up right now. Hold on one second, y'all. I just realized <laughs> my camera all messed up. Huh? Technical difficulties. Yeah. Hey, G, you there? Yeah. Yeah, man, my camera, my camera messed up right now. You're going to take over for a little bit. This damn thing got stuck. Yeah. All right, bro. All right, all right, all right, all right. What's going on, Phantom J? What's going on, my guy? Ain't much, much, man. I'm just glad to finally have you on the show, bro. How you doing? Appreciate you, appreciate you. Glad to be on, man. I'm doing good, man. Just waiting for this Bears game, man. Yeah, man. So before we before we get into it, man, tell the people about yourself, man. Like where you from, what you do, you know what I mean? How long you been a Bears fan and you know everything like that? Uh I'm from Chicago, born and raised. Uh I live in Indiana now though, but I'm a diehard Bears fan, I've been a Bears fan all my life. You know what I mean? Uh I grew up on in Humble Park, rooting for the Bears. I'm talking about back when we still want nothing. <laughs> I've been I've been struggling with the Bears, you know, bear down for my entire life, baby. Uh, I'm a father of three. Uh, I'm a cancer survivor. I'm a stay-at-home dad. I'm a full-time streamer, content creator on uh, Facebook Gaming. You can catch me on Facebook Gaming. Uh, yeah, man, I just like to, you know, give, put out good content, you know, and, and just vibe out and chill with my family. I could definitely understand that, bro. I'm on the same thing, man, because I saw you, man. And, you know, what we do at CNG Podcast, I mean, we're not only a sports podcast, man, but we try to get anybody that got a, you know, a platform like yourself. You know what I mean? Gaming, we're trying to put the sports together with the gaming. You know what I mean? Just get good vibes from people and, and make sure that they're Bears fans, you know? So the fact that you were a Bears fan and you're a gamer, I had to get you on the show, bro. I had to, I had to link up with you, man. So this this is the opportunity and this is the time that uh this is what I've been waiting to do, man. Appreciate it. You appreciate you, man. Yeah, I'm, I love gaming. I love the Bears, man. I love them both. You catch me playing Fortnite with a Justin Fields skin on, man. Don't play with me. I saw that. And that shit was fire, bro. And that's what made me get at you. You had the yeah, man. Had skin on, bro. I was like, is bro playing with the, just, with, with the Justin Fields John on? Yeah. It was fucking dope. I was like, you know what? I got to get in contact with this dude. But uh, there, go, there go CJ. He's back already. So, CJ, you got anything you want to say to Mr. Phantom J right here? Hey man, um, I was checking out your videos. Hell of a job, man. I, you know, really respect it, man. As far as um the gaming thing, I I keep my eyes on that. You know, so but you're doing a hell of a job over there. Um, the fact that you're a Bears fan, hey, says a lot, speaks a lot. You know how we do it over here, us Bears fans. So um, we loyal yeah. to a fault. We loyal to a fault. Bear fan go down, go hard. I be trying to tell people, y'all don't understand. We bleed that orange and blue, baby. Yeah, for sure. Marcel, bear down for sure, man. 
Yeah. Marcel, what's up, bro? But all right, hey, G, um, we got, we got a little background noise. You know, anybody got any, uh, what is that? That might be me. That might be me. Hold on. Let me turn that down. My mic picks up everything. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think we're good now. Um, but, um, I want to get your, um, I want to get your take on Phantom J on, on what you think about the Bears so far. Uh, we're a project, man. We're a project team. And I, our upper management has not given me anything to be too confident about, man. Like, I was, I was iffy on the Ryan Pools, you know, getting the job. You know what I mean? They say he did good in, you know, uh, what was he for the for the Saints or whatever? I was iffy on that. You know, he's made some iffy calls. You know what I mean? I was good on the Cleo Mack trade. You know what I mean? Getting him, not getting rid of him. I'm not going to say that. Uh, but I just – I feel like we're a big project, and I feel like this offseason, if we do not – if we do not, like, focus in on our offense, we're in trouble. If we don't focus in on our offense, we're in trouble. We need an offensive line, like – like a human being needs to breathe and we need a, at least one other somebody on the team. I don't care if it's a tight end or receiver, somebody on the team besides Darnell Mooney has to be a thousand yard receiver. We can't have these little 50 yard receivers, hundred yard receivers. Like that's why nobody, that's why we can't pass the ball. Everybody knows we're going to pass to Mooney. Who else are we going to pass to? I'll wait. Yeah, so so do you think the um you think the need the number one need would be the offensive line, or do you think that they should go for um I don't know if there's too many wide receivers, but basically um you know try to improve the passing game. So which one um as far as the receiving part? So which one do you think is more important? I feel like for the sake of fields, we have to focus in on the offensive line. You have to protect your quarterback first and foremost. You don't go out there and you don't get a, a talented quarterback whether he's a runner or a passer, whether he's a pocket passer or he's, you know, a, a scrambler, you need to invest in your quarterback. If you don't invest in protecting your quarterback, he can't throw the ball to nobody. So I feel like we definitely need to invest in and, – and in investing in, in, in the offensive line, I feel like we'll open up our, our running game too because we have two good running backs. We got Khalil Herbert, who that boy can run, and we already know Montgomery can run. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like we got – we got the pieces there, at least for the running game, with Herbert, you know, uh, Montgomery, and Fields. But we don't have an offensive line to open up the holes for them. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, um, I think we're gonna um, I think we're gonna get into our first topic of um, of the podcast real quick, and that topic is. Hold on. Let me get to it. Actually, the hell, like this is backwards. But uh, we got um someone who's going to be making a debut today, and I, it's the former first round pick. Um, this guy right here, for um for some of you who don't know, this is Kalin or um his first name. Kill Harry. Ain't Kill Harry. There we go. There we go. I, I just forgot about it for one second. So um. I want to get um you guys' take on him and what you guys um you know think about him as far as what um kind of production do you see um 
him getting um just not in this game, but games moving forward. Uh I, I I hope to see some uh, some honest production on him if we can get you know get him at least you know five receptions. You know, at least we need somebody that can at least get five receptions. Because if we can get somebody that can at least get five receptions, that opens up Mooney to open up and start breaking out. And honestly, I, I we need it in the, we need a re- receiver to do it. You know, uh, we're not really passing the ball off much to our our running backs this year. Um, our tight ends are invisible. Um, you know, our tight ends are invisible. So we need a receiver to step up and say, okay, I'm gonna take some weight off of Mooney. And y'all gonna respect this passing game a little bit more. And we need to give Fields another target, somebody else to throw to that could be like, all right, you know, I, I got some confidence in this guy. This guy might, you know, if I throw it to him, if I throw it up, whether I throw it up or it's over the shoulder, or straight in, you know, in between the numbers, this guy is a good chance to catch it. Okay, G Walker. Um, anything you want to add to um, Mr. Kerry? Mr. Um, Harry? Uh, you know what, man? Just want to just see what he can do, man. This is his first time being healthy all season. Uh, we got him freaking cheap at the beginning of the year in free agency, or they cut him, whatever the case may be, was. Um, so I'm just looking forward to see if we can get any type of production beside uh, from a receiver besides Darnell Mooney. Um, uh, what's the guy named? Pringle got hurt. Uh, Vegas Jones is not looking like the package that they drafted him to be. Nope. Uh, the guy from Minnesota Vikings, he was here last week. We cut him. Uh, so it's, you know, yeah, we're looking at uh, what's the guy's name? Um, the tight end commit. You know, we're looking at anybody that can come help us, man. This is looking like whoever's a body, you know, they can run around or two that can help Justin enough time for him not to get sacked. Please step up and help this man before he gets killed out there, man. Yeah, man, I, de- I-, I definitely agree. And hopefully, um, hopefully he can help out with this um offense moving forward, but um. <laughs> I forgot to talk about last week. Um, last week, um, not last week, excuse me. Um, the game from um, what Thursday against the Commanders, I believe it was. Uh, oh. I forgot to mention that, but um, actually, before we do that, let's get into a couple of these. We got a couple of comments, so let's go ahead. Let's get into them real quick. So we got um, Marcel Jackson. Um, the R- RBs be killing. O line is open holes every week. Just um, you know, just need more reps. Okay. And then we got the um our fellas over here, the Shot Bulls podcast, with a comment. Let's see if um if he balls out. It, it, it depends on how many plays they um how many plays they get him. Offensive um changes on the offensive line tonight. Hopefully the punt. Right now we gonna we gonna get into that. We definitely gonna get into that. So um let's talk about um last game, man. Um yeah, actually these were the hold on. Let me get rid of this comment real quick. These were the stats um, for Justin for um, 14 to 27, um, one, um, 190 passing yards, um, one touchdown, one um, interception. But he did have 12 carries for 88 yards. So my question is to the, to the both of you, it doesn't matter who answers first, what do you think Justin has to do in tonight's game to, to pretty much get himself in the rhythm? I think I think Justin just has to keep being Justin. Uh, last week was terrible, man. We had I counted six drops last week. Uh, we had two at the uh, end zone, right between Pettis and uh, Mooney, right. Then he had one between the guy from Minnesota that dropped the pass. He dropped two. Well, that was a, it was a screen, I think it was, and he just slipped. So I'm gonna count that as a drop. 
Uh, it was a couple drops, like six, seven drops he had, man. So, Justin, all he got to do is just, you know, trust his receivers, man. They don't be hesitant with the football. And hopefully he doesn't get sacked enough and his receivers catch the ball. Um, I want to see him be a little bit more faster with the ball as far as his release point, um, his accuracy a little bit earlier in the game. Uh, I want to see him just perform uh, early in the game instead of the second half. Honestly, I want to see uh, I want to see the coaching staff support our boy more. Uh, let's do what fits Justin. You know what I mean? Let's Justin Fields. If you look at him, he's not a pocket passer. So, and we don't have an offensive line to offer him a pocket. So I think Justin needs to see a lot of more RPOs, run play options. You know what I mean? Let's run some more run play options. Stop doing these little bubble screens and little you know dink and dunks. You know what I mean? Let's get some run play options. Utilize the run game, get the run game established, and then whether it's with him running or Montgomery or Herbert, get the run game established, and then get that RPO going. Get him some confidence, you know, some short little, quick little screens, little slants down the middle, something quick. Nothing, nothing. It doesn't have to be downfield. Not every play that he that not everything he throws has to be a bomb, mm-hmm. and that's what I feel like we we get into. It's like. He gets into the game and then it's like we get behind or we're not we're, we're right there and he feels like hey I gotta throw a bomb no 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 <laughs> just throw a quick little five yarder let's get some yards let's move the chains and you know get that get that momentum going then you could throw catch him off guard with a bomb once you got some lower established then you could catch him off guard with a bomb downfield okay, so, CJ, okay. what do you think about the game bro I like um I definitely agree with both I definitely agree with both of y'all points but um this this thing I'm about to put up next really excited me this week, and um, <laughs> I'm gonna just put up this guy's um picture right here. You all gonna know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh this lord, is Mr. Sam Mutherford. Oh, oh yes. man, we found oh, out man. that his ass was finally benched. Christmas came early, huh, CJ? Christmas came early for me. I've been asking for this for the whole damn um season ever Mr. since Fall last start. season. Yeah, ever since last season. But um, you guys, tell me what you guys think about the Bears finally saying that they're going to bench um Mutherford. Go ahead, Jay. I think it's past due. <laughs> I think it's past due. <laughs> I mean, what has he shown? Has he shown the ability to stop somebody? No. Has he shown the ability to snap the ball correctly? No. Has he shown the ability to do anything? No. I mean, I... It's like he's never he's never there. He's there, but he's not there. Like you're you're no count. And it's a gaping hole when when you have one guy that everybody knows. This fool is not going to do anything. He offers nothing. Offers nothing. Who's afraid of us? Go ahead, bro. I know you want to kill it, man. Do your thing, bro. Man, um, I've I've been saying it for the I've been saying it for the last year and a half. Um, this guy. I don't know why. First of all, he was a he was a guard. Okay, then they moved him to center. They transitioned him to center. This was under Nagy. Okay, I'm gonna say that name for the last damn time on the show. That name is banned after tonight. But um, <laughs> they moved him to center, and the dude couldn't block for shit. You know, and it's it, it, it ain't really just a talent. It's just the fact that you should be able to know how to read defense. You got to help the quarterback out, just like you got a pitcher with the catcher. Just like you got a, a center, which you know, an NBA center, which point guard. It's the same damn thing, you know, over and over again. 
So the fact that this guy can't read defenses, he doesn't know what's what's coming to him. Just as running around with a chicken with his head cut off, I just I, I just don't understand why did they make this um, move anytime soon. But I'm I'm happy the fact that it happened. I'm glad that he's benched. Now they're saying they're going to put him back at guard. So okay, let's see what happens when he plays that position. All right, go ahead, Drew Walker. Look, man, what I'm, I'm on the bus of whatever helps this team get better. I don't give a damn. I really don't care. If it's benching him and starting Lucas Patrick, it's whatever, man. Whatever it is to keep Justin Fields standing up in the pocket most of the game. The kid is being sacked almost on 50% of his dropbacks, and that's all offensive line. Yes, his awareness needs to be a lot better, but he's trying to give his wide receivers time to get to their get to their target, get to their route running, and it's not happening. So this guy being benched, you know, hopefully – it does some good today, man. I wanted, I mean, he should have been benched a long time ago. He should never got the job, but wasn't Lucas Patrick hurt, uh, CJ? Yeah, he was hurt doing he was hurt um with his with a, um what what do you have like a broken thumb or, or a hand or whatnot? So yeah, he was hurt for a little bit of time, but the fact that he with the fact that he was there at that center spot, I still didn't understand that. But G Walker, I want I want to come back to you because you said something um as far as with Justin not having the time, because a lot of people a lot of people are going to see, a lot of people, excuse me, are going to say that, oh, Justin holds the ball too long. We've been hearing that narrative being pushed out there. So do you think more of Justin is holding the ball too long or the offensive line just not just not getting him enough time? I think it's more so the offensive line because I've seen him get rid of the ball quick enough and the wide receivers drop the passes. They drop the ball. So it's like he throws a good ball when he has the time to throw a good ball. Um I don't know, man. It just seems like it's a lot going on. Is, is it Justin per se? I'm not necessarily sure, man. Um, I'm not necessarily sure that it's totally on him, but I know that we are the most pressured offensive line in the NFL, and we have the least separation amongst wide receivers in the NFL. I don't know what quarterback can survive that on a Sunday to Sunday, Monday to Thursday basis. So with that information, that's actually accurate. That came out a couple weeks ago, about a week ago. That's what he's up against. He's up against wide receiver that dropped the ball, that can't separate. He's up against offensive line that can't block. All those guys on that offensive line has ticked, had their turn of being trash, being ass, being sacked. You know what I'm saying? Every last one of them from 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 um from Borum to the only person that probably would have been solid all this season was Jenkins. Everybody yeah. else is taking turns letting that boy get his ass whooped. Yeah, hey, G. Walker, man, let's get to these comments, man, because a comment just came up, and I kind of just laughed at it. So let's go ahead and get to these comments, bro. All right, we got um, right, we got our mom in the building. Mom hey, Mom, how's it going? All right, we got sister in the building. Appreciate you. And we got my girl, V. What's going on, V? I'm glad hey, you know what's you got, going on. You, you working. I know you always working, being a hard-working RN that you are nurse. Everybody show love to nurses, man. We need y'all. She says, peace to everyone. Peace uh, right back at you. Peace. She said, uh, Marcel said this. Uh, I would love to see, J see JF do pre-snap audibles. That would tell me he is actually reading the defense. What you think about that, Phantom? Jay, what you think, Jay? Honestly, uh, it would be nice to see him do some pre-snap audibles, you know what I mean? But honestly, I got to give the point the fact that he's in a first year of a new coaching system. So as much as he, he's learning his 
makeshift line every week. You know what I mean? It's it, we never we never had we never know who's going to start an offensive line and what they're going to do if he can even get the ball snapped first of all. So he, my man's got my man's got so much going through his mind, and he's got and he's learning this brand new system. You know it. I think he he does need to do some pre-staff audibles, but I think that's difficult for him to do. He's got a lot going on. He's got a lot going on. He doesn't know if his receivers are going to run the route the proper route, if they're going to get released off you know any release from the the, the defender. He doesn't know if his center is going to actually snap him the ball. <laughs> he doesn't know if the right. center is going to snap right. him the ball or he's going to spike it. He doesn't know what's going to happen. Exactly. You know, and then and then he knows once he hikes the ball, he's going to have to run. CJ, <laughs> Um, yeah, let's go. Let's go on to the next comment. Oh, yeah. And, and another thing to all of you that are watching, to all of you that are watching on Facebook, on Twitter, and YouTube, make sure you hit that like button, please, y'all. It, it would definitely help us out. I know y'all want us to, you know, to be the best um, podcast show out there that we can be. And we need y'all help to hitting that like button so we can um, possibly make that happen. So please hit that like button. All right, and we got one more comment from um, V. Yesterday she said Bears and Bulls tonight. Yeah, the Bears, the Bulls playing the Celtics right tonight, right? Uh, Celtics Bulls. Yeah, it's going down. Chicago got the Chicago got the spotlight tonight. Yeah, they got it's like Boston all over, huh? Like Massachusetts, huh? It's crazy. And um, <laughs> let's get to Marcel's comment, man. <laughs> Let's get to the comments. Man, he don't let up on Justin, man. He don't let up on Justin at all. Marcel is just a Fields hater. <laughs> he, he, oh, <laughs> like that. oh man. Hey Marcel, you still watching this, man? Um, just let us know why you think it's Justin in the comments. Just let us know why. But um, let's move on to the next um to the next topic. And actually, this is coming from our guy um David Kaplan. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Oh, here we go. Now, this is the offensive line that David Kaplan is saying that's going to be um, pretty much playing today. So, let's um, as we're looking at this offensive line, I want to um, know for you guys: Do you guys agree um, with this with this um, offensive line going into this game? Um, let me know about it. Go ahead, Jay. Uh, honestly, that old line. Uh... It's patch make as as it can be, but I mean, Mustafa is out of there, man. That's that's the best thing I can see. Hopefully, Patrick can at least hike the ball to my man's and make a couple reads. Because I mean, you want Justin Fields to make pre-stat reads. It starts with his center, man. His center's got to be able to communicate with his what he's seeing. Is he seeing pressure? Is he seeing is he seeing pressure release from the defensive line? And if the center's not communicating with you know his QB. It's going to be difficult, you know what I mean? He needs that input. He needs that input. So hopefully Patrick and, and, and Fields can have some chemistry and hopefully Patrick can answer that question that we haven't had at center, which is can we get the ball off? Okay. You're welcome. I agree. Okay. okay. I just think that this offensive line, you know, it's it just, it's just, you know, we are, it's seven weeks into the season, right? We already know what this mm -hmm. offensive line is. It's not the best in the world. It's not a top-flight offensive line. So whoever's on this line, you know, it is what it is at this point. Um, you know, mm -hmm. maybe Lucas Patrick, he's the best center that we have available right now. We did sign him to 
a $8 million deal, uh, two-year, $4 million a year contract. So hopefully he plays up to that contract tonight for the first time all season. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, hopefully it works out for him. You know, and then we just got to pray for Justin, that his soul don't leave his body tonight, that he don't get his ribs cracked again, uh, like mm-hmm. the Washington Reds, uh, the Washington Commanders was doing to him. So hopefully, you know, he he, he gets a clean game and he don't come out of here hurt. That's all we can really hope for <laughs> for Justin at this point, that he doesn't have a season-ending injury, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, any anything is possible when you have an offensive line that can just um, you know that that you know that that doesn't have just a, a question mark at center because I still think that's the one you know one one of the most important positions on the offensive line. Even though everybody's saying it's left it left tackle, I think that center has to look and has to see pretty much everything. You need somebody with some experience. Um, so hopefully Patrick can provide that at center. So um, we we just pretty much have to wait and see what happens. But um. I want to ask y'all, can Justin Fields, our boy Justin, can he trust this offensive line and the changes that this coaching staff has made moving forward? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Can he trust the offensive line? No. Hell he can't no. Trust, he Hell can't no. trust that offensive line. He could trust him to get his ass whooped. That boy, he could trust that he's gonna have to run. He could trust that he's gonna have to run. He go, he gonna trust that he's got like three to five seconds to get the ball off. He could trust that he ain't gonna have no pocket. That's what he could trust. I, I'm not sold on this. I'm not sold on this co- on this coaching staff either. I'm not. Eberflus. If we're gonna go after if you if you're gonna go after a, a an assistant head coach or a coordinator for a head coaching position, make it somebody noticeable. Make it somebody known for something. Make it somebody known fear throughout the league for something. Eberflus is not the fear throughout the league. Our offensive coordinator, he damn sure is not feared throughout the league. So Really, everybody like my man Marcel is bagging on Justin Fields, but what does Justin Fields have to work with? Not a damn we, thing. We could have went out and got Sean Payton this year, this past offseason, y'all. Sean Payton was available. Can I just say that Sean Payton was available? Yeah, not, and and that and that's what we yeah, the best get. And, and we had rumors that we was talking about him. Um, why we didn't get him? Why we ain't even try? And, uh, money, uh, you know what I mean? Money, money. yeah, because the president don't want right. to pay. Mm-hmm. They don't want to pay, but you paid Sam Mustafir money. Cut that mug and put that paycheck towards a coach for the love of God, because you know he can't hike the ball worth jack. So for the love of God, come on now, something we don't. We got rid of Khalil Mack. We got rid of Akeem Hicks. We got rid of uh, what was it, Charles Leno? We got rid of uh, Allen Robinson. Where's all that money went to? Eddie Goldman, another one. Yeah, we. Uh, my bad, Eddie Goldman. He retired. Where's all that money? Where did we put it? Because it sure wasn't in the offensive line. And you know, Eberflu, man, we could have had Sean Payton. <laughs> At least Sean Payton would know he's a, he's more of a creative play caller. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he's somebody that could mold Justin Fields and probably knows how to motivate him and, and tap into what he's good at 
right. not the system I'm good at putting in. Because you can put in whatever system you want, but is your quarterback going to be a fit for your system? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, and, and, and he killed and it, Jay, bro. I, I yeah, and, totally and, agree. And Jay Fan, that, that's, that's a good point. G, what can we think about it? Uh, give, give me one. All right, all right, all right. But um, I mean, I mean, Jay, that, that was actually a good point, man. You actually hit the nail on the head. You know, with um, as far as with this coaching staff, I, I don't know um if it's going to be the right fit for Justin in the long term. I, I really don't know. But um, yeah, G Walker is back. But um, but G, what you think? Um, the question that I asked Fanny, what you think about it? As far as can he trust the offensive line? Oh, lost him again. Um, there we go. You know, he can't trust the offensive line. I mean, what is he going to do? Like, he's getting pressured almost under fifty percent of his dropbacks. There's nothing to trust. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Nothing. Only thing he can trust is that he's gonna get his ass whooped if he don't if he yeah. don't run. That's the only thing that Justin Fields can trust that he's gonna get hit, he's gonna get hurt, he's gonna get pressure. You know what I mean? If it's not Justin Fields throwing a late pass, it's gonna be the offensive line not protecting. You know what I mean? It's it's gonna be the wide receiver dropping the ball. So the offensive line, there's nothing to trust. They haven't shown him that he can trust them. He can trust them. So you know he's frustrated, which he should be, but. You know, it's unfortunate, man, that they didn't put anything more around him in this offseason to protect him. Now, they didn't get one star offensive lineman, bro. Not one. Not one. Braxton hit. Braxton Jones looking like he's a hit in the fifth round. But other than that, and Jenkins. So that's two pieces, but everything else falls apart. It's like a it's like a, a, a band. One band, one sound. If we one look bad, we all look bad. Go ahead, Jake. Right. Ahead, you can't have two good. You can't draft two good rookie offensive linemen and not have nobody to mentor them. There needs to be a veteran force on the offensive line, a solid veteran force to be the mentor to the young bucks. We had it, like you said, G. If we had one, just one, and per, I mean, it would even if it, just just one, one offensive lineman, he would be able to mentor and then. Pray to God, anchor this poor offensive line. Just one offensive lineman can do that, can have that effect. Olin Krutz was an undersized center. Olin Krutz held us down for, what, a decade? Yeah, yeah. like 10 years, bro. And mm -hmm. he did it with makeshift offensive lines all the time, with injuries all the time. He didn't always have Pro Bowl Kyle Long along the lines. But Olin Krutz always – was a solid anchor we don't have that yeah that's a good point man and how many coaches did on cruise go through like how many <laughs> through those years like jesus christ so we gotta look man the reason why i ask this question because a lot of y'all bears fans gotta stop saying oh he holding on the ball too long <coughs> uh it don't matter if the offensive line is blocking he just holding on the ball too long but god damn if i got five guys in front of me and i'm a quarterback sitting back there and, I, and I'm telling you to hike me the ball, and I got six, seven guys coming from my head, and everybody just standing around looking like this, turning, looking like this. Nobody's stopping nobody. What you want me to do? Well, I mean, what you want me to do? You know, so we got to, we got to, we got to stop, we got to start, stop putting everything on this kid and start looking at the pieces that are around him. They don't have enough around this kid to get him successful. So it, it's so quick and easy. To put it on your quarterback because he's not making the throws to the wide receiver. But if he had time back there, 
And if he can look at his offensive line like, yo, these guys are blocking for me, maybe he'll get himself into a rhythm and say, okay, I, I can start making throws now. But when you got when you're not constant, when guys are not constantly getting blocked from 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 the left um tackle to the right tackle, and guys are just coming in, closing in, it, it, you know, it's a collective effort, you know, as a team. And also, we got you got um 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 tight ends not blocking. You got running backs not do, not blocking, so it, it's a, a, a team collective effort that no one's blocking. So how was Joe Burrow line holding up for him? He went to the Super Bowl last year. How's that working out? <laughs> you saw how it worked out. <laughs> you saw you saw how it worked out because at the end of the day, man, um, line or no line, did they win? Did they win the Super Bowl? You know, because that's that, 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 that's man beat this year, man, getting destroyed. Yeah, he's 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 getting he's getting killed out there. So I don't know, man. It's it's gonna be hard for Justin to do anything if this offensive line doesn't improve. You know, it it, it, it has to improve. It as has Bear to. Fans, we're too narrow. We're too as Bear fans, and then I think as most NFL fans, we're too narrow minded. We're too narrow visioned. We get caught up and we just look at the one player, and you don't look at the whole collective thing. Mm-hmm. Like what does Justin like you said? What does he have around him coaching wise? What do you have around him offensive line wise? What does he have around him receiving wise, tight end wise? These are all it, things components that a quarterback needs to succeed. You look at all the mobile quarterbacks that are being successful. You look at Patrick Mahomes. You look at Tua Tag Tag Tua. Yeah, Tua. <laughs> uh, you look at Lamar Jackson. These dudes have. Solid offensive lineman. They have more than one receiver that can catch 500 yards in a season. You know what I mean? They have a decent running game, and then they have good coaching. What do we yeah. have? And, and you know, and, and and another thing that they have, and I keep saying this, they got to make Justin's job easier. Cole Clement is not the answer, bro. No, you you just named all three of those quarterbacks. All three of those quarterbacks have star tight ends. Yeah, Kelsey. Um, you got the kid and um the, the kid with the dolphins. Um, what, um Mike, yeah, guess. And then you got um you got the um the, the guy in Baltimore, um a- Andrews. So though all those three quarterbacks have tight ends that, that can pretty much get them out of jams. Justin don't have that. Cole Komet is is he's gotten opportunities, but he hasn't he's dropped the dropped the ball most of uh, most of the time, and then other times he's not getting open. You're going to hate it because I have to say a name that you don't want to say. But under Nagy, everybody said that Cole Komet didn't get the looks. Now he's getting the looks, and he still ain't doing jack with him. So that just shows, like you said, he ain't that man. We <laughs> a, a, a tight end is supposed to be the, the safety blanket, the binky of the quarterback. Mm-hmm. When he's in a tight spot, he's supposed to be able to dump it off to that big man real quick. Yep. He can't Justin Fields can't do that. Not not consecutively. He cuz he can't trust them. <laughs> he can't trust them. <laughs> Man, it's crazy. And G Walker, anything else you want to add before we move on? Nah, man, everything y'all saying is right. Everybody, you know, is in the greens that, you know, it's a lot on this team that's not working right, you know. He, look at the Green Bay. Devontae Adams is gone and what is Aaron Rodgers looking like? <laughs> One guy is gone, and they look like a totally different football team, man. So, 
a quarterback needs weapons to perform to their best of the ability, and those weapons are an offensive line, stud receivers, stud tight ends, you know, everything. It takes everything for a quarterback to be great. Yeah, 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 I agree, man. Um, and one thing I do want to bring up that 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 is kind of interesting to me, how bad we talk about this offensive line, we still um coming into this week at least had the number two ranked rushing team um offense in the in the NFL. If y'all look at the stats right here, the Bears are ranked number two. Um uh, they was ranked number two going into this week. So do you think that the Bears should run the ball more to at least get Justin at least some time, you know, to open up the offense a little bit more, you know, to get him some time to, you know, to make better decisions out there? Or do you think it's just it needs to be a balanced not... attack? Okay. It needs to be a balanced attack no matter what. There's there's you know, like I, I heard on the, one of the shows today, he said you um you you you, you get yards with uh running, but you score throwing the ball. Somebody said that today on one of the shows and we can run the ball all we want to, and we have to score in the red zone. How many times are we going to get to the red zone and not score six points? That's the thing. Like, we're marching up and down the field, but we're not getting the six points. You know, we're not scoring in the red zone. So we can run the ball all we want to. We, we, we've seen that we can do that and, and dominate that part of the game for, for a very long time in the first half of the season. But if we get in the red zone and we can't score, what's the point of having a run game if we can't throw the ball we need to throw the ball in the red zone. It doesn't even matter. All right, um, Jay, um, um, Phantom Jay, anything you want to add to that? I mean, he's right. I feel like we need to get more creative in the run game. Um, I feel like we get too narrow-minded in the run game. We st- we get to run in the inside zones too much, and we don't run the outside zone. Uh, I just feel like we get too narrow-minded, and then we get. I feel like we also get away. We we get away with uh, away from it at times mm-hmm. you know what i mean we get away from the run game and then we get too pass heavy it has to be that balanced attack the run game if we're if we're going to be a running team which the bears have always been <laughs> run the ball but also set up use it to set up plays like the run play option like i was saying you have a mobile quarterback use it use that run play option use it because that's what justin fields is good at Justin Fields is a Tua type player. Justin Fields is a Patrick Mahomes type player. Justin Fields is a, a Lamar Jackson type player. Can he have those kind of accolades that those players have? Definitely well, we can. won't know. We won't know if we don't put the players around him. I feel personally that he's shown the talent to do it. I feel like my man has the personal talent, the personal attributes to do it. If he's surrounded with the proper components, coaching offensive line receivers tight end and it just it, the coaches have to be consistent they have to be creative and they have to be balanced if we could do that then i mean we've proven like he said we can move the ball if we move the ball and we're creative and we use that running game to open up the passing game maybe we can get justin some more confidence maybe we can get some touchdowns in the red zone you know what I mean? Maybe if we use that balance attack, when we get in the red zone, they'll be think and run, and we can hit that RPO and bam, hit them with a quick little okie doke and score some quick six points. Something. But we just got the status quo is not working as far as play calling. 
point blank period it's not it's not working okay g walker anything you was going to add to that man it just we, we we we're seeing everything in real time uh there's nothing that's not happening that we haven't seen already this whole season um, everything that Jay is saying about him needing weapons and he needs consistency from the play calling from the O line to getting into the red zone is all there. Like we're seeing it every week. So in order for and a lot of it, to be honest, is on the players because I have to be honest. I did see Gasky call plays the last three weeks to where we should have won games, but the players didn't execute the plays. So we're starting mm-hmm. to see, um, the, you know, who's really some cut. You know, you know when I say somebody's some cut, that means you trash. Just like somebody would cut you from. So what we're starting to see, guys, yeah. is just really some cut. You know, Pattis is some cut. You know what I mean? Um, the guy from Minnesota was some cut, some trash. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's just who they are is starting to just come up on film every every Sunday, every Thursday, every Monday. So the talent level is not good enough for us to be where we want to be and where Justin could elevate as a quarterback. So it's just all playing out right in front of us, man. And it's unfortunate that. You know, this is just football, man. You know, they 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 didn't spend any money in the offseason. Uh, they're pretty much trying to bank on this free agency, you know, coming up. They're pretty much banking on this draft. You know, it just sucks in the in the meantime. But what can you really do? Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, and another thing I want to say too is the fans. There's really no wide receiver coming up in free agency. No, no star guy that's really going to come up and do anything. So there's really not, you know, there's really, so I don't know what the Bears are going to end up doing. So are they going to trade Robert Quinn to, to get their receiver? What what are the Bears going to do to get Justin that number one? Because I keep saying Darnell Mooney needs someone next to him to get him going. Now, if the Bears can't find out who that receiver is, it's like, I, I you know, I don't know because Justin's going to have to get that help. They're going to have to either get a, a, a tight end. Uh, you know, I don't know who's going to be available. We have to look at the, the free agency coming up. What what are they gonna what pieces are they gonna put around Justin? Because you can't just rely on the draft. Justin needs some veteran guys to help him not to help him next year, now and next year. So to say, oh, I'm gonna get this guy in the draft, I'm not really begging on that because you have to get a guy a couple years to develop. So they're gonna have to get some veteran guys with some talent around him. How they're gonna do that? You got Robert Quinn, they got the big contract. You got Eddie Jackson who's playing well, but at some point they may have to let him go a trader. So I don't know. The sad right. part is we might have to we might have to use, trade a draft pick in order to we might if we're gonna trade a player, we might have to trade a draft pick as well to, to get a number one. I don't think we need a number one. I think Mooney has number one talent. Uh but we need a we need somebody that can be a number one. You know what I mean? Somebody that on another team, you know, can stand out on his own. Someone that garners double coverage. Because Mooney can't keep getting triple covered. He just can't. You can't have a team. Everybody wants to point the finger at Justin Fields. Look at our off. Look at our look at our weapons. We don't have one tight end or receiver, other than Mooney, that has been over 500 yards in a season. In a single season, not one receiver, not one tight end has surpassed 500 yards, other than Mooney in a season. How is that an, a recipe for success on the offense? Uh, on, on through the passing game. 
don't know, man. Uh, it's not. It's, 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 it, it really, it's really not a uh, success, you know, operation for success right now. So it just sucks, man. And, um, you know, Justin, he'll be fine, man. You know, he's a tough guy. It's just that, you know, we got to they got to execute the plays that we're capable of. You know, we only get so many times during the game being a bad team that you're going to get money plays. And I think that the Bears only can get like two a game, two or three a game they could get. And you have to you have to cash in on those. They didn't cash in on them last week. And that's on the players. You know, that's on the players. So, you know, as much as we want to slam the, the, the coaching and everybody like that, the last three weeks I've seen guys drop balls. I've seen guys not be in position. I've seen guys not get in the end zone. I've seen a lot of stuff from just players. You know, it started out with Gesky and I'm on his bumper like, man, this dude's not calling plays. But then when he opened up, Offensive line not blocking. Justin Fields holding the ball too long. Get in the red zone. Guys dropping the ball. Like we get to the thirty yard line. Guy dropping the ball on thirty seven. You know. You know. Um, Justin throws a dart. It gets dropped. Now we fourth down. We punting. So it's a lot on the players, man. It's a lot on the players from what I've seen in recent weeks. I'm not giving the uh, coaching staff a, 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 a unlimited pass, but I have seen the last few weeks these players have not been performing and executing in the red zone like they should have been with how they've been playing. Yeah, and G, and, and G, that's actually a good point because um, it's been games that we were right there and we could have pulled these games out and won. And the fact that we've seen guys drop passes, we haven't seen the run game be executed at the right time in the red zone. And, and that's that's a shame, bro, because we've been in the red zone, I think, so many times where we could have gotten a touchdown and we didn't convert. We, did, we didn't get anything out of it. So we, we got to start getting scores in these red zones. Not not field goals. We got to start getting seven points. It, it has to be done. Pretty much lets you know what level your team is at right there in the red zone. Do you score all the time? Do you score sometimes? Do, or you don't score at all? We're a team that's not scoring at all. So we're not a good team at executing in the red zone at all. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But, um... <laughs> It was another thing that I want to um, bring up. We've been struggling in the in the kick return game. Um, we've been seeing fumbles by um, Village Jones. So, I guess what 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 the rumor has been is that our boy, who we just mentioned, Eddie Jackson, they were thinking about having him go back there and uh, return some um, some kickoffs. And return and um support returns. So um I want to get your guys to start on possibly Eddie Jackson going back there and um returning kicks. Go ahead, Jay. I'm both excited slash intrigued yet at the same time concerned. Um I'm a little worried that our best secondary defender who's actually playing pretty solid this year is gonna go get smashed on a special teams play. Um, but I also think it speaks volumes to our team to where <laughs> we don't have a single receiver or running back that can feel the punt for the love of Christ. When you have to put in a defensive a defensive stud as your as number one guy because he's the only one guy with real That's good hands. He, he's the only guy with real good hands? Are you serious? That's the only guy that can catch? Okay, so let's go ahead and put him out there. But if he gets hurt, then what? Then what's our secondary look like? We gotta we gotta rely on what two rookies? No, a rookie and and Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson's that man. I love him. I love him. But he needs Eddie behind him 
calling them plays and, and, and making them secondary plays when he can't cover them, when he gets blown past. So, I mean, I'm intrigued because for the special teams aspect of it, but for our defense, I'm concerned. Yeah, um, it, it, it is it is concerning when, you know, you have to take Eddie Jackson and, and, and put him back there because guys are dropping, um, dropping kickoff returns. So it, it, it's very alarming because really what you're going to have to do is block. And this team has a terrible time of blocking. Now against the run, they seem to be blocking pretty damn well. So that that that's the number one thing that really I, I can't put my head around is how are you a good run blocking team, but but when it comes to the passing game, you can't block. So I, I'm still trying to to figure that out. Like what 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 is with that? Like is something very off balance about that? You know, so I, I I don't know what it is, but they're gonna have to figure it out. But to have Eddie Jackson running back there, I don't know if I want to have my my best um right now my second best um or third best defender or however you want to call it in the secondary returning um returning kick um kick returns. Yeah, man, and I agree, man. This is it's kind of it's real stupid and it's desperate too. It's dumb and it's desperate. Um, it's very dumb. It's, 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 a, it's a recipe for disaster, man. Like, you know, why would you do that? Why? Like, it's just, it just lets you know what his team is at talent wise. Like my man Jay said, you're putting, pretty much putting your best defender, the only guy that got sure hands to, to punt, to punt returns and kickoffs, man. It's just terrible, bro. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know, man. But um, right now, um, let's get, let's get, let's get into um some predictions for tonight's game. You wanna um wanna take a break, TJ? Or how much we got left, man? Yeah, actually, let's let's go ahead. Let's take a um let's take a three to five minute break. We'll come back and we'll get the predictions for y'all. All right, we're gonna back. get up out of here. See y'all right
can't tell you a story about it. It's like a love story. Kind of hurts. Go ahead and roll it up and pass it around. You say there's been a lot of books going down. Okay. A lot of soldiers ain't make it through this year. Right. But let's just celebrate that we still here. And go What up, man? Not from Florida, but what up, fam? It's been a whole lot of hating again. And if they hating on me, damn, what up, then? I met this girl when I was three years old. And what I love most, she had so much soul. She said, excuse me, little homie, I know you don't know me, but uh-huh. My name is Wendy, and yo, I like the blow she's in. Right, y'all. We're back for the little um intermission. Had to take a little break there. But um let's get into these predictions for this week. Um, you know, for the Bears versus the Patriots. So uh Jay Fannin, what's um what's your predictions for today? And give us a final um final score. Uh man, final score. I think it's a tight game. I think it comes down to a field goal, honestly. Uh I'm thinking 17-14. And honestly, it can go either way. I can't I can't call it. It really depends on uh one whether or not Mac Jones is playing. Uh I don't know. I, I haven't heard for sure whether or not Mac Jones is gonna be the starter. I think he will be the starter tonight. And then I think we might be in a little bit of trouble. Um <laughs> if it was still the, the second or third string quarterback, I think we'd have a better chance, but uh Mac Jones isn't exactly, you know, Patrick Mahomes. So, like I said, I think it's a tight game. I think it's uh, 17-14. I think it's decided by a field goal. Okay. All right. G. Walker? Man, I'm going to actually give us to give it the Bears. We're going to win this game 20-14, man. I think this is, might be the game where we actually score in the red zone early 
Uh, I think we march today. I think we get two two touchdowns in the first half. You know, I think we score, and I think we we, we score in the second half. Man, I just think we win today, man. I just think that the details, you know, guys have to be better, man. Like, you know, what's in these guys' chests? What's in your heart? You know what I mean? You got to want to win, man. I mean, it's tough, but you can't blame the coaches when you're in the red zone and Justin Fields throws you a dime two times in a row and you guys don't catch it. You know what I mean? So I'm just giving us the edge, man. Matt Jones, he doesn't scare me at all, man. You know, Justin's pretty much can um, move around that New England's defense. We're just going to see what um, Belichick throws at him. You know what I mean? So, but I think the Bears win this one, man. Monday night, I just think that the players don't drop those passes they dropped last week, man, Thursday. So, Let's just let's just give them give them some hope, man. Let's give them some credit, man. Let's see what they do with it. Thanks, CJ. I think it's gonna be a close game, um, and I actually think it's gonna be a low scoring game. So, um, fact fact is, Bears offense got to show me that they can put up points on the board, um, and. <laughs> Is you know as much as as much really y'all gonna y'all gonna think I'm crazy as much as I really think the Bears gonna actually win this game, bro. I don't see it. You know, I just you know the I I just don't see it because you know now you want to make changes when I think your ass is on the hot seat. I'm talking about coaches and whatever. Now you want to make the change. Now all of a sudden, like why this week you want to start making all these changes? Why you want to change the offensive line when this could have been done weeks ago? Why do you want to try to put Eddie Jackson in, you know, um, as a punt returner when this could have been done weeks ago? So, you know, why this all of a sudden this change now? So, um, I got the Patriots winning this game, y'all. And I um, the the score I got for this game is going to be twenty four to fourteen. Patriots. Sounds good, man. Uh, before we get up out of here, uh, Jay, man, let me pull your, your picture up, man. Tell people where to find you at. Like I say, CNG, man, we're trying to put the game in together with the sports and the music. That's what we do. This is our guy, fan of Jay. Let me know where to find you at, bro. Uh, you check me out here on Facebook, uh, The Phantom Jay. You can check me out on t- uh, TikTok, FB, The Phantom Jay. Uh, you can ca- catch me on Twitch, the underscore Phantom J. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter, the real Phantom J. I'll be all over the place, man. And it was great having you on, man. I'm pretty sure this is not the last time we're going to bring you on. We got a whole second half of the season to get to. So, you know, man, just stand by, man. You're part of the CMG crew now. It was great, man. You brought some good, some good intel, some good insight, all of that, man. I enjoy listening to your takes, man. So Thanks, man. I, I appreciate it. No problem, bro. Hopefully, we get to work together again down the road, bro. Soon. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, man. G, G Walker couldn't have said it no better, man. Um, Phantom Che, you really um brought it tonight with your takes. Really made some good valid points, and um, I think the um the people, the viewers that are watching, really um, I think really agree with a lot of things that you said, man. So you're more than welcome to come back on the, on this podcast anytime you want to, brother. Um, I, I thought you um had some very good points tonight for sure. I appreciate you guys, man. You guys, I love the the vibe, man. I love everything, man. I love talking football with you guys, man. You guys got a good take on everything, man. Yeah, we try, we try to at least, you know, for the Bears losing, we, we try to make it much as cheerful as possible. But you know, sometimes we got to be real with it. But to everyone in the comment section, we appreciate you all for coming through. Leave your comments down, Marcel Jackson, um, to my mother, to um, Necessary Evil, 
Um, my sister, um, I think my dad gave a couple of thumbs up. So we appreciate all y'all. Yeah, appreciate all y'all in the comment section. And, and make sure y'all like these videos, man. If you're on Twitter, we just started going live on Twitter. Like the video on Twitter. We need them likes to go up. The same thing on Facebook. We need them likes to go up. I know y'all want this podcast to see to move forward. The ones who really, really want this podcast to move forward in the right direction, we need those um, those likes to go up. It don't cost y'all anything, so make sure y'all hit this like button every time we go live. But um, again, man, for for um, for Phantom J, from from G Walker and myself, um, we appreciate all y'all. Y'all have a um, good um, good night. We'll see y'all back next week. Other than that, I have nothing more to say. This is y'all. Hi, I'm Sugar and Vodka, and so happy to be on the CNG podcast. Bear down, Chicago. Bear down, Chicago. Shout out to guys, CNG. Yes, sir. I see it. You see it. They see it. It ain't nothing else to talk about, baby. Let's go. CNG podcast. Come on, bear down. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Paulo here from Elite Gaming Mercs. I just want to let you guys know that I will be teaming up with the CNG Podcast. They have been a great supporter of what we do here on the channel that I would really appreciate it if you guys can support them too. You could uh, support them on either Facebook or YouTube by going to the search engines and hitting CNG Podcast. Again, that is CNG Podcast. You could go ahead and hit follow or subscribe to their channel. Afterwards, you'll be able to see me there giving you my sports opinions. All right. Take care. This is Dr. Paulo signing off. Deuces.